Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's Simon here. It's Laura over there, you right? Yeah. It's Husband and Wife, Sentenced to Life, the podcast... Episode 135. You know, that's more episodes than most good TV shows. Yeah. We've been in more charts. You love the charts. It's not, I've not even checked today, actually, because <laughs> we've been doing really well. Good. Which is amazing. Thanks to everyone who's found us and started listening. Maybe it's the new <laughs> us. <laughs> hey, we don't have much time here. Yeah. Which won't stop us talking for too long. I'm currently puffed out, by the way. Yeah. I'm still trying to catch my breath back. So here's what's happened this morning. I got up to go out on my bike. Yeah. It's half term, so no one's rushing to get up in the morning. I got mum guilt. BP has had, first couple of days of half term, she's had play dates, full on. And I'd said to her, the middle two days, we need you at home. Because she's not had any like downtime rest for ages. So I said, you need to have some downtime. And then she's got rehearsals tomorrow. So that was the plan. But then I had mum guilt this morning that her friends are doing things like going to these trampoline parks, going to mm-hmm. the beach. Mm-hmm. Or they're away. So I had that mum guilt and I thought, right, we need to do something with her. So you said this to me. She loves a full English breakfast. So I said, well, let's take her for a full English. And you went, I don't mean food. <laughs> Seconds later, Betsy comes in yawning and stretching. And we said, is there anything you want to do this morning? She goes, I'd love to go to Shakespeare's for breakfast. <laughs> oh, no. I hate breakfast. So weird. Such a weird thing to say. There are Tory ministers currently on Twitter at the moment saying, skip breakfast. If you can't afford to eat, skip breakfast. You're like one of them. 
You're basically saying if you're poor, skip breakfast. That's nice of them. Yeah, well, are you surprised? So I went from going out to do my cycling, which is exercise. Yeah. Which I wanted to do and I needed to do for mental purposes as much as physical. Yeah. Then suddenly we're going up to the local shops. So like we said, let's cycle up. Let's there. cycle up. Yeah. Here's the situation. I have got an expensive carbon fibre bike that's in tip-top shape that I go out on almost every day. Yeah. We also have a shed full of bikes that we've bought over the years for everybody else that nobody goes on. So they sit in the Dubai weather year after year. I don't think any of them have been ridden since pre-COVID. The older two have got the mountain bike. I've got a race. That mountain bike, by the way, has been ridden twice. <laughs> a brand new bike got ridden twice. You want to see it now. It looks like it's in a junkyard. So anyway, we couldn't take that one out. We've got four bikes. There's four of us. The mountain bike, which Honey would be riding, first of all, I didn't think she was going to come. Yeah. But then she knows there's food at the end of it, so she's coming. I'm saying, I can't fix that one. It's got a puncture. I ain't ain't got time to fix a puncture this morning. Yeah. I get your bike out, a racing bike that's not been used for God knows how many years. It is covered in spiders' webs. The gear cable's knackered on it. I've washed it. I've pumped the tyres up. I've oiled it. I've lubed it. Unrideable. So that needs to go into the shop to get fixed up. Needs to go and see Stu. Needs to go and see him, yeah. I wash Betsy Pearl's bike, I lube it up, I clean it, I dry it off. Hers is fine. Then I go and get the scooter and I'm like, right, hon, you ride. You go on the scooter, we'll go on the bikes. And I'll run. That was the plan. Yeah. She didn't want to go on the scooter. So then it's you and Bets riding, me and honey running is what yeah. I thought. But no. So this is not exercise for me, by the way, because I literally can't pedal. When Betsy's on the bike... My bike is too fast yeah. for me to pedal. So I'm getting no exercise. I'm just freewheeling to the shops <laughs> and bike, right? To have a massive breakfast. I love breakfast, but I didn't want one today. And I wanted to go cycling to yeah. lose some weight. So I've had a negative effect. But it takes us from making this decision to sitting down in the shop two hours. This I've... is the difference between having kids and not having kids. You cannot make a decision to do something and it not be the biggest chore on earth. From the moment you have a baby, you have to think about what you're going to pack in your bag. Yeah. Like what change of clothes do you have to take? Do you have to take the wipes? Do you have to take this? Do you have to... And you literally... How many times is this baby going to sh- how many times is yeah. baby going to spew? What's it all going to go on? Is we it had someone spewing? come to our quiz a couple of weeks ago and they were like, oh, the, the baby was in this beautiful dress and so was I. Halfway there, baby did a poo everywhere. All had to get changed. That was before they'd even got to the yeah. quiz brunch. You know, like, but I still think you have to do that even when they're older. Like, I still feel like I'm having to think when Betsy's going on a play date, right, do you need to take your scooter? Do you need to take swimmers? But again, this is a mo- it's the modern way. This never used to happen. No, it didn't. You literally, in the olden days, and everyone talks about this like, uh, oh yeah, I bet it was like that, but it was all fields when I was a kid. You used to get up in the morning, your mum would go, get out, yeah. like that. 50p in your hand. You were lucky if you got 50p, but get out. Yeah. I don't want to see you, I don't want to hear you, until tea time. Go and hang out in the woods, or hang out around the shops. Hang out, get in a bloke's van, whatever it is. <laughs> you do you know there's a fella apparently giving out sweets and showing puppies get in his van don't want to see you till tea time well you didn't want to did you it was like come home before it gets dark yeah come home for dinner yeah and guess what we rode our bikes on the road skateboards on the road no helmets no pads we were climbing trees no safety nets no harnesses yeah yeah yeah. and i get that some of us died the bit of it the bit of it like the there has been some improvements, like the, the helmet with the bike. I think that's a... No, whilst I see a positive in it, there is also a real 
negative because kids are terrified of everything. We've wrapped them up so much that they are terrified of everything. So today it took me ages to get Betsy because she's not been on a bike that much. She can ride a bike, but she's just very rarely gone on it. Yeah. It took me the entire ride to the shops to build her confidence up. Yeah. Look, I know this is wrong because you didn't have a helmet on everything, but I thought I'm going to take her back on the road because if you go on the path, there's all estates and you have to be going up and down bumps and everything. I thought, well, just go on the road f- for confidence. Anyway, you're jogging back. You saw us. She shouldn't be on road. The minute you said that, her confidence went. Yeah. Mummy said this. Mummy said, because she weren't thinking about it until you said it. And I think we put the fear in them sometimes. Not that you're wrong. She should have had a gear on, but it was just a little tester within the boundaries. Yeah. I've just said it to Honey, they don't have the confidence that British kids certainly have. We were watching Clarkson's Farm, and I love Clarkson's Farm, by the way, and they were saying about how cows kill quite a lot of people. I remember as a kid going across into the woods and then into this farmer's field, and I got chased by cows on my own. But of course now, there's public safety films, you have to have somebody come to your school and tell you about not going near cows. (laughs) And cows are now equipped with sponge coats just in case you run into... It's ridiculous. But you just... Like, I must have been about six, seven, but you wouldn't you wouldn't let a six, seven-year-old go on their own. Anywhere. Way, no. You barely let her go across the road to the park, which is... We live on a road with no cars. Yeah. The park's on the opposite side of the road. The chances of her getting knocked over on this road are a million to one, if not more. You've got to let them off the leash. Yeah. I'm surprised you've not got one of them Apple tags on Leo in the UK now and you're phoning him every time he gets near a road. Have you looked both ways? Have you looked both ways? I still like it with you. It's taken us two hours to get to the shops. I get there ages before you because we've cycled. Yeah. You turn up. You're giving it the silent... Like that. Honey comes in behind you, red face, face like thunder, because she got a blister within seconds of setting off running. By the way, before you arrived, Betsy Pearl was in the greatest mood. She's sitting there going, Daddy, we used to come in here a lot, because it's a restaurant we've not been in for a while, Shakespeare's. Oh, I love the aesthetic. It's like Emily in Paris. It's feeling all good. (laughs) I've bought three bottles of water, so when you guys come in, you've got some cold water, because I know you're going to be off then you two walk in and you both look really angry i'm like well this will be a nice breakfast and then by the time we finish the breakfast it's been agreed that i will cycle home to fetch the car back to fetch honey back in the car yeah it's like a 20 minute walk so anyway that's where we're at this morning could have been a lovely morning nice (laughs) breakfast with the family but as everybody knows the sweetest of family events is ruined by one thing the family (laughs) Let's get on to today's subject. Today's subject is small talk. Small talk. Hi, hello, how have you been? How are the kids? Banal, pointless, chitter chatter. Small talk. The reason I want to talk about this is I am really struggling. I have bumped into some people recently. I've caught myself off guard with having to do small talk. Yeah. Now, this might seem weird for somebody who works on the radio and hosts a lot of public-facing events and does a podcast. Yeah, you like to talk, but I've told you, when you when we bump into someone together, you go off on this tangent, right? You start talking like a really long story about something that I'm thinking, why are you telling them that? Why are you telling them that? Because I'm lost. It's- I am lost in my mind because I just don't know what's going on. All the interesting things I think to talk about, they're gone. (laughs) 
The other day, Betsy Pearl had a Valentine's date. I had to go and pick her up. She said to me, because she wanted to go out for dinner with us afterwards. And I said, oh, well, you got back too late. And she goes, well, that's because daddy did the talk. I did the talk. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, he doesn't know how to do it, mummy. He came to pick me up and he talked for half an hour. And I said, yeah, he's not learned. He's not learned how to do it, Bex. Right. Because (laughs) they invited me into the house. Yeah. Then the mum came. And they would they And then the lovely by the Betsy way. Lovely, yeah. Such nice people. Yeah. And then I'm at the let's go stage and she went, I'll just go and get my husband. <gasps> well, just going and getting a husband is not a good buy. Then oh. we get into the talk and what do I end up talking about? This is a lovely house, this. I'd like to live in here. I don't think we could afford it though. Anyway, we're getting evicted. And I'm on the oof, Oh, you tell them I'm the life on the story. Dubai talk. The yeah. Dubai talk. Where do you live? How much rent are you paying? Poof. That's why that took so long. I think with you as well, like they probably know you're on the radio and then they're like, oh. But yesterday I finished my show and I have to walk through the office bit to get to the lift, to get to my car, to come home. Yeah. I'm on easy street. Best part of my day, getting to come home. Walk through the office. Our old podcast pal, Roger, is sitting there. I always say bye to him on my way out. See you later, Rog. There's somebody sitting opposite him. They're prepping for their show on a different station. Yeah. He goes, do you know, Rob? I'm out. I'm at the door. Oh, right? he didn't, did he? Do you know, Rob? I look round. This guy looks up. It's Rob, who used to come on my radio show every single week from What's On magazine. Oh, yeah. I know, Rob. You remember Rob? Yeah. Lovely guy. One of the sweetest yeah. guys. I have not seen him for 10 years. How are you? All right, Rob, how are you? Long time no see like that. And I yeah. said to Roger, yeah, of course I know him. He gets up and hugs me. Well, you don't like a hug? You don't like you don't like body, body don't. contact, do I, you? He goes, shall we hug? And I went, yep. <laughs> so you can't hug somebody who you've not seen for 10 years and then go, see you later. <laughs> so then I'm like instantly brain flush. Yeah. Everything's gone. And I just went, rent though. I've been evicted. <laughs> so <laughs> I just went into the same conversation. Yeah. Me yeah. one. I hear that. Do you know when I hear people having that conversation, I want to shoot them. Oh, it's getting hot now, isn't it? It's like, that's it. I think winter's over. That one. That's another one. Yeah. I bumped into a close friend of mine who lives like about a minute around the lake the other day and um, she goes in for the hug. I've got a big bag of dog shit in my hand. So I'm like, don't hug me, don't hug me. And she's still going, I'm like, don't, I've got, I've got poo in my hand. I've got poo in my hand. Don't, don't hug. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know when you put a long, heavy scarf on? You know when you do a long, heavy scarf around yeah, yeah, yeah. the poo bag well, like exactly. that? It went round her neck. <laughs> 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 I love that. I think 
struggling with small talk is a proper mental condition and it should be widely accepted. Do you think anyone likes small talk though? Oh, I think there's people who thrive on it. I think there's people who hang around in certain places Uh, at work, you know, near Kettle. I don't like small talk on the old WhatsApps. Oh God. WhatsApp is a business transaction. Even with people I know, it's not a chatting transaction. Yeah. I've got a list here. I want to know if you agree or disagree with me. You should be able to opt out without the other party being offended. Right. Now, the first one is an important one to not offend the other person. Yeah. The hairdresser. I think it's compulsory at the hairdressers. No, 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 no. Because you go to a hairdresser, right? You go to the same woman that you've gone to for years. So she's kind of like a periphery friend almost. Yeah, we know each other's life stories. Yeah. So when you go in... It's a catch-up. The chat is part of the haircut. But yeah, you can get it all done in that half an hour, an hour. Quick catch-up. She tells me what's been happening. I... Done. Whereas all my haircuts are what you you categorise as accidental haircuts. Yeah. I mean, not only do they look accidental, yeah. but, <laughs> but I I don't think. Oh, for two weeks before, and I'm thinking I must go and see Jamie at the barbers. Yeah. What, what I think is I'm walking past and I go, oh, barbers! I'll get my hair done. Yeah, I guess that's I go probably in. different for men and fem- women. I'm sure there's men these days, metrosexuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, it's just like, oh, it's getting a bit fuzzy at back. I'll go in and get it done. So what do you do? Do you do the silence or do you look at your phone? Yeah. Or no, what? well, I don't look at my phone. Do you keep your head up? I guess. I sit down. Yeah. I marvel at how fat my neck is once they've tied the thing round. That's always depressing. Yeah. I show them a photograph of the haircut that they're not going to do. You know, <laughs> that's what I'd like it to look like, mate. They hear, can you make it look as little like this haircut as possible? Then I sit there doing anything but making eye contact with them. And out here, the lads are foreign lads, Middle Eastern lads. I don't know where they're from, Lebanon, somewhere like that. You're, where are you from? England. And I normally go, England, but I've lived here 20 years. Because <laughs> I don't want the conversation. Yeah. Manchester United. <laughs> I don't follow for, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So what I'm saying is a good hairdresser would have, you know, like there's a quiet compartment on trains or a no smoking yeah, or yeah. a ladies only. No talking. You should go in and say, I'd like to get the, uh, I'd like to have the quiet you know, haircut. You please. know, would go in and say haircut only, no talking. Larry David. Larry David. Larry yeah, David. Yeah, because he's bang on. Coffee shops. And then now is that if you bump into someone in there or... I don't like small talk in a coffee shop. If I've gone in to meet someone, then fine. Or if I've gone in with you, if yeah. I, if someone comes in that I know, and I'm, when I talk about someone I know, I mean someone that I know kind of, not not like well. But you know, if they they stop and they start having the chat, and it's like, oh, how's things? Yeah, it happened the other day, didn't it? Now this is obviously you knew this would come in. I think we went to sit in a coffee shop near a Starbucks near where Betsy Pearl does her uh, yeah. performing arts, right? Yeah. No, but that's different because they're people we know quite well. Yeah, I get that. But, but people- it doesn't change the fact that I'm expecting to have a nice, quiet coffee with my wife. And here's the thing. <laughs> I'm happy to sit and have a coffee with you and not say a word. Just people watch, watch people walking by. Yeah. Occasionally comment on them. That couple that look at their phones. Yeah. So we sit down. I, we were even going to do a podcast. I took my stuff to do a podcast in this coffee shop. And we sit down and you went, some people might come. 30 seconds after you said that, there's me and six women. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like, this has changed. <laughs> and then I'm in small talk heaven. It was just nonstop small talk. But that's okay. No, that, it's not. No, but that wasn't like small talk, small talk. There's a difference between that and then... And the thing happened where they were stood. We've got, we're on a table for four, but there's only two of us. The first people come and they stood and they were 
So I'm like, well, do you want to sit down? Because I feel like you've got to. I'm British. Oh, yeah, but I... They were going, oh, we were going to go for a walk, but yeah, we'll sit down. <laughs> I'm like... And by the way, this is no disrespect to anybody who's coming, but I think you should be able to say it without being rude. And I'm not on about that occasion, but there's times when, like, a coffee shop to me is, I'm going to go in and have a nice, quiet sit and a cup of coffee. Yeah, but I'm talking about people that you wouldn't necessarily have sat at your table. They've gone in gone and got their coffee and then they see you in there and they wouldn't come and sit with you because they're not they don't we don't know us well enough but then they come and stand and out for chat like i feel like it all for me the, the thing i always say is when they go how's things and you're like yeah because you don't want to go oh yeah everything's brilliant because that doesn't sound right so you're just kind of like oh yeah you know same same they don't say it to me i'm like well we've just been evicted how much rent are you paying do you know how much rent we're paying you know how much it's gone up to where we live yeah i'm tired it's in again the kettle at work do you have a staff room it's not as well. You've been in. It's near the studio. There's a little area that's like a, there's like a mini it, kitchen area. It's a kitchen, but there's tables and seating and everything. And sometimes there's a lot of people there, but most of the time there's nobody there. Yeah. Now, if I ever go and make a cup of tea or a cup of coffee of an afternoon, yeah, I don't turn around because there's there's people. It's open plan. The news readers, the people from a different station are there. I keep me back to everybody. I I, I stare at that kettle like it won't boil unless I'm looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> Then I hear it. What do you think about that, Simon? And I'm like, oh. turn round. What's that? Schwarmers or last night's Happy Valley. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, come on. When I used to work at school, I used to sit in my classroom at break times. That We had a staff room. I hated going in the staff room. But obviously for meetings, you had to. But break times, I did not go in there because there's always one or two that want to hold the court and like, everyone listen to me and everyone has to laugh. <laughs> Oh, oh, I can't do There's it. There's always one character. Bumping into somebody at supermarket. Oh, that happens nearly every time. I remember a time when I was in the supermarket. I'd gone in and I was on the vegetables and bread aisle at the beginning. Yeah. So I'd got the entire up and down to do. Oh. I'd done the first aisle. Yeah. They have the islands. So they'll have an island of bread, an island of yeah. potatoes yeah, and yeah, yeah. carrots, an island of strawberries and apples. I've done the island of them. I'm coming back down. I bump into a colleague. It's enough to say, how are you doing? I could see you, could see you. Yeah. And then I went up to walk round next corner. And as I went round, I saw them coming round top corner. I just let go of my trolley and walked out of the supermarket. <laughs> I just left the supermarket because I thought, I have got a potential 12 stop and chats here. Yeah. And you know, the other thing about the supermarket, they can see what you've got in your trolley. So they've got there, they've got their organic veg and... That's always when you send me... To go and get crisps yeah. and chocolate. We need to stock lemonade. up on crisps for a month. Can you get 48 bags of crisps? Yeah. Loads of fizzy drinks. Yeah. yeah. You know, like... <laughs> just like... Just like oh. 14 baguettes, white bread, don't get healthy bread, get about eight loaves of white bread so we can freeze them. So I look like I'm having a child's party in the 70s yeah. when it's actually just our weekly <laughs> shop. You know what I mean? It's the worst thing. Don't judge me. And the other one is the schoolyard. Uh, well. I mean, it's a nightmare for you because you know more people. And I've got that face blindness thing where I can forget someone in a second. Yeah, but you know what happens? And I've said this again because you're on the radio and people know you there were mums that would totally blank me and then they'd see you and they'd be all right simon they'd actually do that and yet they they'd see me and they know me but they'd ignore me and but they'd want to speak to you and i'd just be like eh like that used to annoy me now i, I can't i don't care but the playground it's a weird one because some most days you just want to go in get straight back out again and i try and do the looking at my phone things so oh. i haven't got to look up 
It's almost like I've got a fancy dress closet in my car. You know when you used to see pictures of celebrities? Now celebrities want the photographs. But maybe 10, 20 years ago, you'd see pictures of celebrities and they'd have dark sunglasses, a yeah, cap yeah, yeah. on, a big coat. It's a tech a bit to recognise them. Leonardo DiCaprio spotted in Waitrose. Yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. yeah. I do that now, but I don't do it because I think I'm famous. It's not that at all. I know I, I'm recognised here in some degree. But when I go to the schoolyard now, on yeah. the on the rare occasion that I have an afternoon off and I'm picking Betsy up, I wear mirrored sunglasses yeah. so no one knows where my eyes are going. Even if I make eye contact with you, I might not have made eye contact with you. Right? <laughs> I wear headphones, not big massive ones, yeah. but ones that you can see, white earbuds, but they're in. They might not even be switched on, but I've got them in. Yeah. And I'm looking at my phone the entire time. I'm not looking at my phone because I've got mirrored sunglasses on. My head's tilted like that. It looks like I'm looking at my phone. Yeah. But I'm walking through you all. I'm just walking. <laughs> I'm walking through. One or two people in there. I don't mind the stop and chat and it's just a catch up. But there's some people, I, I've got nothing to say apart from the same thing. And the, do you know the amount of times I've gone in there and they've caught me at a bad time? Like Leo's just gone back home or... she so got red eyes. Or something's like that. And you know what it is? You know when <laughs> you've managed to hold it in and then somebody you see, even if you don't know them, they go, how are you? And you go, yeah, yeah. like that. And I'm thinking... These poor people, they don't even know me very well. So then I'm having to message them afterwards and go, I'm so sorry about that. Then they've got their small talk. Yeah. Because everybody they see after that, you know, Laura, you think Laura's all right. She's got red eyes again. (laughs) (laughs) Every time you see them. All I'm saying, and this podcast, by the way, is no means aimed at anybody because everybody, who uh, I think yeah. we've directly mentioned here, we've had small talk with, most of them are people I really like. If we're yeah, having the dinner... the people that you really like, they know what you're like, so it's fine. I don't want that reputation. <laughs> if you said to me, so-and-so's coming around for dinner... Oh, not the keyboard. Up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how nervous I get about talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> My heart's going faster now. Let, just let me, your small talk goes on too long and you need to control what Can you Can you say about. that a few more times? No, and then mine, I go negative. I go like dark or oh, everything's like, oh yeah, life's crap. That's my fault. And then when I walk away from that person, I think, oh my God, they must think I'm such a but then miserable. If, if you're like that and I'm so boring with the length of my small talk. <laughs> That's why we've got no friends. Why do they still come up? Because if I saw that person, if I saw me... Oh, he's here. Jesus, he goes on when you talk to him at schoolyard. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pretend I've not seen him. Am I subconsciously trying to put him off me by being really boring? Or you go right, left to centre and start talking about wet wipes. I don't know what that's about. (laughs) I thought this would be a fun conversation, but actually it's unveiled a lot of psychological issues. You've got anxiety now. And I feel like, well, like as I was starting to do before just then is I feel like I'm apologising because people who I might have had small talk with recently will listen to this. Now I feel like I have to apologise to them. If you invited someone round for dinner and I had a week's prep, it's not that I would sit around and think about but I think there's someone coming. I need to have some stuff to talk about. And I don't sit about stressing about it, but at least I know they're coming. Whereas if I turn a corner in a supermarket and so-and-so suddenly in my face, how are you? How much rent are you paying now? I'm there again. <laughs> I want to opt out of hairdressers, coffee shops, kettle at work, bumping into people at supermarket and the schoolyard. For me, it would be supermarket, sometimes coffee shop, sometimes schoolyard. Uh, That's the small talk episode, everybody. Information for getting in touch is in the podcast description. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye.
The end. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.